Good morning. Good morning, morning, my friends. I call it our music list, but for me, Maria, our music list Wednesday morning. Uh, We are late today because I was really um, um, intrigued by what Jean-Philippe was going to cover. So imagine during the mastermind, I was saying, oh, yeah, what is that application? So please get ready to take out notes to today's um, podcast is going to be on mastering the spending game. Is it speaking to anybody? Go, go, go write it down on Zoom if you're with me on Zoom, or maybe write it down on Podbean. Uh, welcome, Lise, on Podbean. Thank you for opening it up. Thank you, team, for being there. Or on Facebook, mastering the spending game. Who would love to learn how to master the spending game a little bit more? So welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. By the way, Jean-Philippe, I watched your live yesterday and i congratulate you on sharing your story uh always thinking in consideration there's a lot of people that don't know us so i just wanted to let you know this morning forgot i'm going to tell you now so yes we're going to introduce ourselves and that's one of the things i did learn from um from many multi-level marketing specialists the last one is just you just passed away and there's one thing she always did religiously which was truly present yourself. We always assume people know where who we are and where we come from, and that's not true. So the Millionaire of the Diamond podcast is born out of a personal need. You know, when you say to yourself, I need to read a book a month, and I need to, you know, and I need to, and I need to. Anybody else been down that road? We all have, right? But then you start a book. Next thing you know, first obstacle, okay, tomorrow. Second obstacle, okay, tomorrow. And then you never go back. And there goes the book sitting on that shelf. It's been over six months. And yet I have not uh, respected my commitment of reading, let's say, one book a month, an average of one book a month. So the podcast really was born out of that. And then you have to surround yourself with the right people. Who are the people that you can be accountable to that also have a very strong commitment. And this is where this beautiful team came in. Thank you, Sabrina, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Jean-Philippe. Thank you, Melanie Miller. You know, that incredible team. And of course, my multi-level marketing team, which has pushed me to always over-deliver. And out of that, the objective is simply uh, to help people level up. And as you smile more, as you level up more, you attract to you more money. Now the key is not to spend it. So I find that today everything is so connected together. So thank you, first of all, for being here. Tomorrow we're going to be announcing our top five. We're going to be talking about the contest. We have a beautiful shopping bag coming your way in the top five. And we're approaching the 3,000 members. So again, thank you everyone for inviting people. Uh, Thank you everyone for posting. Like the posts have been just insane. Um, going from Jacqueline, who's the training videos, going from Marie-France and Lise to the live videos. And what incredible training posters from uh, Danny. I, I was wondering where you were, Danny. Here she is. From Danny and everybody else. Like, just thank you. Makes it so much fun, even for me, to go on the group and just to be inspired. So I need for us to ask ourselves our, the question, are we spending more than we earn? Are we spending more than we earn? It's a rhetorical question. I don't want anybody going, yes, 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 hoo-hoo. No, it's a rhetorical question. So today it's going to be about mastering the spending game. What are we spending 
on? What are our spending habits? What the heck are we doing with this money? So when John Philip, you talked about the Starbucks coffee, you know, the autumn spices and all of that, I've been talking about it since you shared it. I just want you to know about it. And I was so like, what? Forget the cost, the one cup of sugar. What? You know, and of course that inspired my, my uh, opening Tuesday morning, right, Monique, where we said, well, if we want to really go get our audience, how about educational information? You know, you, you want people to, to, to tune in when, when, they, when they listen to you. Well, how about educational information? Me, that one cup of sugar just went, okay, I got to get this done. So Jean-Philippe is going to share how paying cash can really change your whole trajectory. And just a little sideline, I heard somebody explaining the difference between cash and credit card. He says, don't forget, when you pay cash, everything stays the same. So if I pay Monique $50 for Tupperware I bought uh, cash, and then Monique turns around, go, goes and get a haircut, and she pays cash $50, it's still $50. And then Jean-Philippe, the barber, takes the $50 Monique paid cash, and he goes and buys, let's say, some groceries, it's $50 stays $50. Now check check what 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 big trickery there is out there. Every time we pay with a credit card, so I pay Monique with a credit card or with Square or whatever, it's no longer fifty dollars money cash. She has forty eight dollars, and then when she goes and get her hair cut, Jean Philippe doesn't have forty eight dollars anymore. You know because she paid with a credit card. That same fifty dollars now is forty six dollars. So every time you're using some kind of um, a, a financial institution, everybody's getting paid. The huge corporation is getting paid. We, the little people, are getting smaller and smaller until there's no more $50. Now, I want you to visualize the chain to the nth degree. And this is how money literally evaporates. And that was the best explanation I ever got. And now I understand my dad, who was totally illiterate, knew this concept of paying cash. So I'm really excited, Jean-Philippe. Sabrina is going to talk about the steps for being debt-free. And Marie-Pierre is going to enlighten us. Look at my introduction to you, Marie-Pierre. Enlighten us with an exercise to help us understand exactly where our money is going. The only thing I want to say to you before I leave you in the hands of Jean-Philippe Jacques, you need to commit. So as you commit more and more to becoming debt-free, mortgage-free, okay, and you commit to saving more, something absolutely incredible is going to begin to happen. It, in fact, it's miraculous because when we respect money, see what happens when I start saving, when I start getting rid of my debt, we have something miraculous that starts happening in our lives. And what is that miracle? It's a transformation that occurs where more money will be attracted to me. My dad explained it this way. Again, completely illiterate. He did not go to school. He says, if you cannot respect the, the black penny, the penny back in the days, okay? How do you want to become a magnet towards more money? And he really integrated into my mind the power of uh, respecting money. Like, it, you're not buying something because you need or you don't need or you're like, is it really necessary? And because you respect money, this incredible process is going to start transforming even the way you make money. So as long as we don't not 
understand this concept, more money can never be attracted to us. Like Warren Buffett says, he says, I live in the same home I bought when I was 22 years old, which is also my case, not because I can't afford three and five or 10 homes, but why on earth would I want to manage three, five, 10 homes? He goes, if I really want to go on, you know, in Monaco and live in a beautiful home, I'll rent it. And when I'm out of there, it's over. And this is why even after having given Jean-Philippe 90% of his wealth 10 years ago, okay, he gave it to a, um, an oeuvre de charité uh, with Bill Gates, you know, a, a foundation. He has accumulated more wealth in the 10 years following when he gave 90% of his wealth. Oh my God, that is a transformational power of respecting money. It will be attracted to you like crazy glue. So with no further ado, I leave you in the hands of Jean-Philippe. I can't hear you, or is it just me? One, two, one, two. Okay. <laughs> and like about the home, remember, like you can only be in one home at a time. Like you cannot be in two homes at the same time. It is like nearly impossible. Well, yet. <laughs> So yes, my name is Jean-Philippe. So uh, today I will uh, start the podcast with you. So we want to understand, yes, where does our money go? So we need to understand. And here is a great exercise that I want to introduce you that came from the book from Jack Canfe that I absolutely love and that I highly recommend you to do, especially if you like looking at your bank account, your, your bills and all of that, and you're wondering, how how did i end up here and you want to know you want to get back control on your finances well actually the first step is to know where does your money go so we all know that if you're spending too much you'll get away from your fi financial freedom so what you have to do go all around your house your home okay and open every closet every like everything okay go into the garage go like outside and look at everything all of the items that you have on your desk that you have in your closet in your pantry and everything and take everything that you did not use for the last six months or the last year so what you are going to do is you're going to assemble okay all of those items in one same room it can be on the floor, it can be on a table, it can be like in, um, what is étagère? Um, shelf, right? Okay, shelf. <laughs> so you put it on a shelf. So what you want to do is you want, you want to get that overview of everything. Clothes, jewelry, electronic, um, your, like the sheets for the bed, the sports equipment, the toys, the tool everything that you did not use for the last six months to a year. So when you have all that in a room, you need to get the value of all of those items. You need to write on a piece of paper how much you pay, okay? And maybe you will realize a lot of things. Maybe you will realize that some of the things you never use, some of the things still have like the tag of the sales when you bought it. Maybe there's a couple of things that you use one time a couple of years ago, okay? People that are starting passion, okay? They are doing 
painting, okay? And they do that for two months because they took a course and they never use it back and they, they, they don't want to get back to painting. So by looking at all of that list of how much you spend, okay? Now you get, okay, what we call the two by four. You understand where your money goes. Obviously, there's a couple exceptions. I won't throw away my luggage if I haven't traveled like in the past three years. It was COVID, okay? This is not a good reason. But you don't need 10 luggage, okay? You, you don't need uh, as much, okay? And what you do, okay, is after doing that list of all the value of those items that you don't use anymore, so you don't need them, okay? You need to look at the balance on your credit card and in your account. Is there some negative one? If yes, sell that stuff. You don't use it, okay? So sell it, okay? And take that money and put it on your credit card. So this is the first, the first way to understand where does your money go. Second, get the habit of paying with cash money. Because having cash money in our hand, okay, our brains love that, okay? We love that sensation. We love that feeling. We love that smell. But what our brain dislikes the, the most is giving away money. We don't like it because we get less into our hand. So what will happen if you get the habit of saying, okay, I have 200, 300, 500, like, I don't know, like, how much you have, like, in your pocket, and you say, I need to get like my week through with that money. So every time that you will have to give some money for the groceries or if you stop at a Tim Horton or a Starbucks, let me tell you that you will think because you know that the only money you have for your week is what you get into your pocket. Okay, so we don't love that. And this is what Maria said, okay? The reason why we use credit card and now it's not even like that you have to insert your credit card is a beep, that's it. That beep is $250, okay? So we get desensibilized. I don't know. <laughs> yes, is it that? Yeah, desensibilized. So you have no more sense sensibility to like throwing money away okay so what if you are doing that exercise really and you take yourself seriously with the cash money okay by the end of the week if you still have $50 in your pocket this $50 doesn't transfer on the next week this $50 go into a saving bank account and you start over the week with the other amount of money and you do the same exercise. Then you will understand and you will think more of what you want to buy. And other quick uh, uh, strategies to help you be sure of where your money is going, ask for quote. There is now a lot of things that you can ask for quote. So insurance, car, um, like the housework, like we have to uh, like get some quotes for the foundation of the uh, of our home. So we're asking a lot of quotes just to be sure that we choose the right one, okay, for the needs that we want. Look online for the review. If you want to buy something, maybe just by reading the review, you will say, mm, I don't need it. At the beginning of the years, I was looking for a cricket, but like by looking at the review and waiting, finally, I've decided that I don't need one. Use some app 
okay? Like if you're traveling, okay, look at the app that we call Hopper, okay? H-O-P-P-E-R. This help will help you um, like get your ticket, your flight ticket at the cheapest price possible, okay? So just look at that. There is so many apps in so many uh, different fields that you can uh, use to save money. And when you want to buy something, look on Marketplace because most of us are on Facebook. Look on Marketplace. A lot of people, I bought something that is new, that they try, that is not been used at all. So they sell it back, okay, less than if you buy, if you buy a new one. So just look at all of those simple strategies to help you. But now, how can we be sure that we get away from debt? Because that's the first step of looking where your money goes. But if you have some debt, how you do that, Sabrina will help us with that. Thank you, Jean-Philippe. And yes, for sure, it's not buying stuff. First point, as you said, stop buying stuff. But if I want to limit my debt, the first point, I need to stop uh, having credit. You don't need the next credit card that they are offering you. How many credit cards do you have? And I know, so they, you're going to Canadian Tire. Oh, you can have an offer if you're taking the credit card. You're going to Costco. Oh, you can have an offer if you're taking the credit card. You're, Square is offering me every week a credit card. How many do you need? Choose the one that you love and take this one. Why? Because on your credit, some people are saying, yes, but I, I need a credit card to, um, to uh, have a better credit. Yes, one, not five or six or seven, because you will put money on all those credit cards. <laughs> and and it's easy because they are offering uh, as i was saying i was just taking an insurance on my cell phone because i broke all my other cell phone <laughs> so i realized okay maybe i need to uh, and i i changed it one time since i i use it and um but they were giving me a credit card with this insurance and i was so pissed that i called and i said Put it at the minimum and I will pay all the insurance to close this credit card because I don't want more credit. So first thing, limit your credit because you will use it. Sick. And maybe you cannot have credit card. Maybe you're not able to manage a credit card. You can use a debit credit. It means that it's paying like a credit card but you need to put the money in before paying something. So it means that you have your mo the money in your bank account before buying and not after. The second point, don't use your mortgage to pay your credit card. And when I was saying it, Maria was saying, what? <laughs> yes, when you will go to um, Renouvelé, your, your mortgage, they will tell you, okay, you can put all your debt that you already have and putting it on your mortgage. But it means that you will pay it on 20 years <laughs> and not, yes, the interest is low, but on lower than your credit card, but on 20 years. It means that 
you will never finish paying your mortgage. So if you know that your debt is big, you can do other stuff, but don't put it on your mortgage because you will think that, oh, I don't have any more debt. Not that you don't have any more debt. It's just because you change this debt for someone for something that you will pay longer. The third point, pay the debt that you have the highest interest first. Because the interest will just grow your debt. And sometimes you think that I'm paying it, but it's just growing because you're, the interest are so big that it's you will pay your stuff three, four, five times uh, before ending, before the end of the payment. So paying the highest interest and the small one also, because sometimes you have a small one that you say, okay, I will just close this one and for your ad, you will have one debt less. So it's helping you focusing that I'm keeping this money and I will put it on other stuff. And the fourth point, it's put a little bit more on your debt that you were doing. Okay, I'm putting, for example, $500 every month on extra on my credit card. Okay, next month, $550. The, um, the other month, $600. This $10 per week, don't do a difference in your life but can do a difference on your at the end of the payment that you will do just to create the habit. And if you stop paying something, use this money to pay the next debt and not saying, oh, now I have more money in my pocket. No, you still have debt. So use this money and put it on the next debt that you have to pay. And the last one, uh, we are always talking about this, pay your mortgage faster. I will give you an example. For me, it's only $700 per month that I'm adding on my mortgage. It's not a lot because it's uh, for a uh, fourplex. So it means that it's more than a uh, house uh, payment, for example. But this $700 more just cut by half the number of uh, uh, and, um, years that I will pay my mortgage. I won't pay it in 25 years. I will pay it in 12 years and a half. So imagine the difference for only $700 per month. So look how, how many years I can save if I'm paying faster. You can start with $200 per, per month if you want, but doing it, will really change your trajectory. And Marie-Pierre, I know that you have an exercise to for, for the next 30 days. Is it 30 days? <laughs> it starts with 30 days, but it's now a 60-day <laughs> spending challenge. <laughs> when you go into the details, yes, it's a total of 60 days because, yes, we're thinking, okay, it would be nice to have an exercise that could really inspire everyone to take action after the, this podcast, not just say, oh, that's good. I know I have to check on my spending. So yes, we are challenging you to track every single expenses that you will do in the next 30 days. Every coffee, every online purchase, every utility bill, everything. 
and you will have to categorize uh, those expenses into essential, nice to have, and non-essential. So it will really make you aware of your spending habit, but it will also help you to take tangible steps towards your financial mastery. So yes, we will ask you to share your experience about this challenge on the group Facebook Limiliana de Diamant Inspirational Group, because yes, you will have an exclusive gift when you <laughs> complete the challenge. So it's a total of 60 day spending challenge. So the objective is to gain a full understanding of your personal spending habit to uh, identify the opportunity for saving or smarter spending. So you will build the foundation for a long-term financial wellness. So what you will need for this challenge, a notebook, or an app for your phone to track every expense. So for me, I found that every dollar is an application, really simple. You just click on the plus and add what is your spending. So it's really easy, but it will make you, if it's easy, you will use it. After that, you will need um, a notebook or a spreadsheet to categorize and analyzing all your results, all your expenses. And of course, you will need a, a saving accounts name this spending challenge or a jar dedicated to this challenge so that is what you need so step number one is the preparation so you need to announce to yourself first you're starting that spending challenge okay <laughs> and then you find your accountability partner and you say okay we are starting this challenge so write down why mastering your spending is important to you and this will serve as your motivation throughout this challenge step number two it's time to start this daily tracking so track every single expense that you will do no matter how small so use that notebook or your app to jot down what you bought how much it cost and any thought or feeling that you had while uh, making that purchase step number three is the weekly review so after the end of each week so transfer all your track expenses to your spreadsheet or your notebook and to categorize them into essential so rent utilities nice to have like dining out hobbies and non-essential so those impulse buy or excessive treat and then calculate the total amount that you spent into each category reflect on your spending are there any surprises what could you have avoided are you happy with how you spend your money so at this point when you do your weekly review please share on the group Limiliana de Diamant. okay i did my first week and my realization is that perfect and then we go to the step number four the cutting back so after those 30 days that you write every expense now we start the week five and based on your reflection you set a goal to cut your non-essential spending by 50 percent for the following month so decide what you will do with that saved money will it go to a saving account is it for your saving is it for a specific goal or example your emergency fund or for a vacation so what is it your goal with this saving account and then step number five is the implementation so yes, for the next 30 days after that, you start implementing your goal. So 
started using this jar of dedicated saving account to set aside the money that you're saving by cutting back that non-essential expenses. So you may also want to apply budgeting technique like the envelope method or all those spending habits and um, uh, <laughs> technique that you can use to really make sure that you do it every day. And then step number six is the final review. So at the end of the 60 days challenge, you will review your spreadsheet and calculate the total amount saved. So reflect on the experience. How did it feel to cut back? Were you successful in achieving your goal? What new financial habit that you develop? And share your experience again with your accountability partner, but on the group Limiliana de Diamant. And the last step, is that continuation or adaptation. So based on your reflection, you can decide how you will continue to manage your finances going forward. So when you reach this point, you, you share on the group Limiliana de Diamant to qualify for your exclusive gift, Limiliana de Diamant. So you share all this experience. I know it's 60 days, but every week, you can uh, post to say your reflection of the first week, the second week, the third week, the fourth week. So yes, we will see the progress uh, uh, during this 60 day challenge. So I hope you will go in this challenge. I'm really excited to <laughs> see everyone uh, just go uh, in it uh, because it can be really something that will change your financial um, goal for the next uh, 60 days. So with that i hope you will have a beautiful day and we will see you tomorrow morning we will continue with the book so have a beautiful day and see you tomorrow bye everyone